an incident took place whilst you were driving uh, away from the vault. It did, my lady. Please tell the court what happened. We uh, we had come past towards the after the Khrasmet Toll Plaza, and just thereafter we had been pulled over from by some uh, metro police for speeding. At this stage, the policeman had come to my window and asked for my license and asked me to please step out of the vehicle, which I which I had done. Um, he was busy asking me questions, and uh, it was taking a bit longer. And shortly. Uh, Shortly after that, the accused had come out of the vehicle to see what was taking so long. Come round to my side, the front right of the, of the vehicle, to see what was going on. And uh, shortly thereafter, there was another Metro Police person who had gone round to where the accused had been sitting and uh, had picked up his gun off his seat. Then there was an altercation, a verbal altercation, between the accused and the, the Metro Police officer. The officer had picked up the accused's weapon off the passenger seat, to which the accused had replied, you can't just touch another man's gun. He started telling the officer, now your, your fingerprints are all over my gun, so if something happens, you are then going to be liable for anything that had happened. He was furious about that. Someone else had touched his gun. And from there, where did you go? From there, we had proceeded to go. We had then gone towards the Athol Square. We were going, we landed up at the Gourmet Garage for dinner, my lady. Something else happened en route? I was driving. The accused was in the passenger seat. Sam Taylor was in the back of the car. And then without prior warning, he shot out the sunroof. What happened? Instinctively, I had literally just moved over to the right-hand side of the vehicle, seeing that the, the noise had gone off above my left ear. You say anything? Apologies for my language, milady, but I asked him if he was fucking mad. What did he say? He just laughed, milady. By that stage, it literally felt as if my ear was bleeding. Another one as well? Correct, milady. That was where? That was in January of. Uh, oh should be of last year. And where did this happen? This had happened in uh, Tasha's in Nara's Arch, my lady. Mr. Fresco, in that same file you have, if you open at the yellow marker, mark G, it's one back, you'll find a file consisting of photographs. Now, you say it happened at Tasha's. Why did you go to Tasha's on that particular day? One of the accused's running friends or running training partners had arrived from overseas and he said he would like me to come and meet him. And that person was? Martin Rooney, my lady. Now, who was in your company uh, on that particular day in Tasha's? There were four of us that day. There was Martin Rooney, the accused, Kevin Lorena, and myself. 
you go there in the same car or did you arrive there at different times? I had arrived on my own because I had uh, been at work that day. It's not in dispute, Mr. Fresco, but let's just run through the photograph. If you open that, the first photograph, 1132, that is a photograph of Dash's restaurant. Can you confirm that? The outside section, yes, I can. And the same with uh, 1133. Correct, my lady, just from a different angle. If uh, you open at 1134, does that look familiar? It does indeed. That would be the table that we were sitting at. Is the one indicated with a red arrow? Correct. It's in the furthermost corner towards the back right. It depends which way you're looking at it. Back side of the restaurant. And photograph 1135 would also indicate your table just from a different view. Am I right? Correct, my lady. If one uses... Um, Photograph 1135. No, it, it's a, there's a better photograph. Uh, let us go to 1137. That's a table from a different angle. Correct, my lady. Now, 1138. Using the numbers, could you indicate who sat where? I can. At number one, Mr. Pistorius was sitting at. Number three, Mr. Rooney. Number two, Mr. Lorena, and number four, myself, my lady. Now, what happened there at Dash's? The accused had please asked me to pass my firearm to him. Let us first identify your firearm. It is a Glock 27, my lady. Glock G-L-O-C-K? Yes, sir. Glock 27. Yes, caliber? Sir. It's a 40 caliber weapon. So, why did you ask for your firearm? I do not know. What happened after he asked? I thought him being competent, I would not have to worry about why he had asked me to see my gun. Shortly, there are, well, within a second or so, I had taken the weapon out from my carry position and passed it to him under the table. Now, if you have a look at the table itself, where I was sitting at position four and he was sitting at position one, when you sit on those couches, you sit quite far back. So when I had passed the weapon to him, having sat forward from where I was, he had then come towards me to meet me theoretically halfway, my lady. You said you thought he was competent. How would you how would you think that? We had been to the shooting range before, and I knew he had a big love for weapons, and having been around them for a long time, 
my assumption was that he had competency, competency with it. Please carry on, Mr. Fresco. You said you took it out of your carry position and you leaned forward. Having met halfway my lady at the table, while the gun still, as soon as his hands had touched the weapon, leaning whilst leaning forward, I said to him, there is one up. Now, your head positions at that time in relation to you and the accused, how would you describe that? Fairly close at that specific time, my lady. What then happened? He had then taken the weapon under the table. Now, having warned that there was one up. I at no time did say, at no time did I say, okay, I've taken the magazine out. Now, having obviously still been watching him, I saw, I, I cannot say I saw what was done under the table because I cannot see through tables, but I'd seen a shoulder gesture, which I had assumed was cycling the existing bullet out of the chamber. We will lead expert evidence on it, but the firearm as you passed it to the accused. Yes, sir. Being one up, being a Glock, what do you need to do for it to fire? Milady, on that weapon, there is no specific safety clip as there is no hammer on the weapon. On, on the specific trigger itself, in the middle, there's a hairline trigger that you have to decompress and then pull through for the weapon to fire. Please carry on, you've now handed, well, passed the firearm to him, he did not have time to say anything about the magazine, he saw shoulder movement, what happened then? With, after him having taken the weapon and having cycled one out, what I don't think he had realised at the time, that he had cycled another weapon, another bullet into the chamber of the gun. And at that specific moment, he had pulled the trigger to at the time supposedly make it safe. What happened? Almost instantly, milady, the most deafening hush you've ever heard had fallen over the... You said he pulled the trigger. Did the shot go off or whatever? Yes, milady, a shot had gone off. None of us had known where the shot had gone off. 
or where the bullet had projected to. I interrupted you when you said something of, uh, about its silence. That what happened just after the shot was fired? As soon as that had happened, I think the four of us had caught an extremely big fright, and I just said, just carry on as if nothing has happened. Because where we were seated in the restaurant is the furthermost corner towards the back of the restaurant, and behind the wall closest to number one and two in the picture is the kitchen. I think it's safe to say that some people in the restaurant may have thought it could have been a gas explosion coming from the kitchen. I'm no expert, but that's that's what I could uh, could have thought about. Okay, so what was the accused reaction? Instantly had passed the weapon back to me under the table and he said, please, there's too much media hype around me at the moment. Please, can you take the rap for it? What happened next? Being a friend, I said, I would with pleasure, my lady. Then what happened? Shortly thereafter, the, the sounds in the restaurant returned back to normal as basically as if nothing had happened. And then? then the owner's wife had come to me and said, what just happened? To which I had replied, I'm really sorry, my gun had gone off unintentionally. Did the accused say anything when she was there? Not at that time, no. Did somebody else approach your table? A little while after that, the owner had come to our table. And what happened? And I had said again, I had just repeatedly apologized for what had just happened, my lady. Did you give an explanation what happened? I just said my gun had fallen out of my shorts and uh, it had gone off. Did the accused give an explanation? No, he did not. Now, short, what happened after, after that? A little while after the owner had come and gone, shortly thereafter we had uh, pay, paid the bill and uh, we had all decided